Hey, welcome back, everyone. It's your favorite video game podcast, the Chips it and is. Podcast. I'm your host this month, Matthew Anderson. With me, as always, Kenny Myers. There he is. How you Hello. doing, Kenny? I'm sick again. I was sick on the oh. last podcast. I never have kids. Wait, are you sick of the podcast? Or well, I mean, I've been sick of the podcast for about a decade. But in this particular case, and this is what sucks. Every time, like every cold now. We have to go get COVID tested. Yep. It's great. Anyway. <laughs> Sounds amazing. It's so fun. So here we are. Uh, we're happy to have you. Here as always, are. as always, you can find us online at chips-and-bits.com. We're also on some social places, Twitter, chips and bits. Facebook's also chips and bits. But Patreon, Patreon is chips and bits spelled out. We're arguably on those places. It's more like advertising. We're mostly on our Discord via Patreon. Yeah, Yeah. and I did want to plug the Discord, so thanks for the segue there, Kenny. We have a Discord community. If you are a patron, you'll get access to it automatically. And if you're a super secret special tier of patron, you can even ask us questions, which we will answer on our uh, in-between podcast, the SideQuest podcast, which we record in between our monthly episodes. It's for patrons only. And we answer some questions. So that's our Discord. It's fun. I'm I'm starting to like those podcasts more than these podcasts. <laughs> Shh. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. This podcast. This I mean, podcast this podcast is, is be, obviously the best. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be yeah. amazing because this month we are talking about Ratchet and Clank. Is it a rift apart? I forgot to check. <sighs> oh no. Uh, uh. Uh. Nope. Nope. It's just Ratchet and Clank colon rift apart it's good to have colons back you know we we've been colonless for a like, while it does feels like we had no colons for a while let me uh let me cue up this theme song and then uh then we'll do the thing cool cool ready ready okay We're back like magic. I feel like we need a higher fidelity version theme song. Go for it. Lossless audio coming into play now. So Ratchet and Clank, is this, I was trying to think just now, is this only the second PS5 game we've podcasted about? This is. We did Miles Morales. No, I think this Uh, is the third. I don't think Ghost of Tsushima counts because it was. But we played it on PS5. Yeah, but it was a PS4 game. Now it's Um, PS5. Oh, Returnal. Yeah, we talked about Returnal. Yeah. Oh, God. We've Returnal. talked about every PS5 game. <laughs> yeah, so another PS5 game. Except for Madden. Another Ratchet, another Ratchet and Clank. There's been a few of those as well. And I will, uh, I'll, I'll do a little bit of queuing up here for, for Kenny to, to share his opinion. My, my hopes going into this game are the same hopes that I always have for every Ratchet and Clank game that I play. And that is that I hope there are lots of story elements that just don't make any sense. There's tons of crazy particle effects and like weird fuzz and party jazz and graphical stuff. And it's just like super eye candy. I, I always want a Ratchet and Clank game to be basically like that summer popcorn movie, except in video game form. And that's what I was hoping. 
before I started playing this game. Kenny, with that setup, I'd love to hear what you thought of Ratchet and Clank. I like when you meta narrative on the podcast. You, you're like, well, I'm going to set T up Kenny with some opinions. All right, so I'm going to uh, respond to Matt's question now uh, with my own opinions uh, based upon what he said. Uh, That'd be so, great. Yeah, well, that's that's what I'm doing now. I mean, by all measures, I think that that is pretty much the apt description for Ratchet and Clank. It's a super fun game. Um, it doesn't overstay its welcome. Uh, it looks beautiful, although it's really interesting to compare it to um, PS4 games because the difference isn't as significant as you might hope. Uh, I think the significance comes into gameplay, like how it plays, obviously, versus how it looks um, of what the PS5 can do. Uh, The story makes a certain amount of sense, as much as multiverse stories can. Here goes the yawning again. We're always boring you. (laughs) Oh, it's been a while since I played this game, too. It's like a Pavlovian response at this point. Uh, I just don't sleep anymore since I've had children. Um, it's not uh, not mine, just the ones I've captured. Uh, it's It has crazy weapons. Although, you know, like, it doesn't have my favorite weapons in the series. Um, but it's still, it was a really fun entry. I actually platinumed this, and I... Um, I really, when I platinum a game, it means I, I enjoyed it, like, in general. Um, unless it's just, like, it was okay, and the platinum is really easy, and then I'm just like, well, you know. I don't think that's ever happened, though. The last game I platinumed was God of War, so. Uh, wait, no, that's a lie. Miles Morales. Um, which I think, to some degree, kind of falls in a similar category as Ratchet & Clank. Um Interesting. It's, it's really a continuation of a really great series with a lot of the similar mechanics, higher fidelity, um, but you know, uh, a little more interesting story. I mean, it's a it's a better game than Ratchet and Clank. Uh, I've only played one Ratchet and Clank game, and that was the one that was like the least beloved. But I loved it, which is when they released a four player game for PS3. I didn't play that one. You did. You played it with us in San Francisco a decade ago. Uh, Is that the game we played? Yes, it was. And it was really, really fun to play that four-player game. Um, Matt loves four-player single-player games. You should see our Super Mario 3D World uh, (laughs) review for more on that. Uh, Yeah, Matt, I assume my assumption is that you feel relatively the same, at least by that it hit your mark. Uh, I feel relatively the same in the sense that it was a super fun game. Um, it did, to a certain extent, it, I, you know, I, I went in with some expectations that I certainly felt weren't met. You yes. hinted at, at one of them. And that is that, you know, I really, you know, I was, I wanted to take the Ferrari out, you know, I wanted to get the PS5 all, you know, decked out and doing some cool stuff, just like Miles Morales did. And to a certain extent, like you were hinting at, um, there wasn't as much flash uh, as I w- as I would have expected. You know, it, it just felt like a really good game. Like it's not bad at, by any stretch. No, it's um, well polished. It's fun yeah, to play. And, and um, actually, more so than than what I was expecting, I think the the aesthetics of the worlds that you travel to the the, the different worlds are like super super well realized. Phenomenal. They're very very different from each other, and it really does change 
the the scope of how each level feels. They're really fun to play, and I wasn't expecting that. But that it seemed like that came at the expense of sort of like the the flash uh, and the and the, the the pizzazz of previous Ratchet and Clanks. There were also a couple of times when if there were tons and tons of enemies on the screen and I was doing a lot of moving and I was switching between guns and firing a lot of stuff, you know, it wasn't like it slowed down a little. Like it felt like I, I could feel some some uh, some lagging uh, in the game, which also I wasn't uh, expecting. To the other point that you made, though, there were some things that this game does that you just couldn't do on on another uh, on a PS4 and it's PS5 like specialty and that was the like the loading aspects of the game i mean like you would you would come into these crazy uh, crazy realms and different worlds and there'd be tons of textures and you could see for miles and you'd, you'd fly in through the atmosphere and land your spaceship and you just hop out of your ship. And then the camera would sort of like do that God of War, like zoom in behind you. And it was like, you were playing, like there was no loading. There's never any transition. You were just right in the game all of a sudden. So they did a really good job there with sort of this immersive uh, gameplay element. And you could only do that with a lack of a loading screen. So I thought that was really cool, but yeah, I was, you know, I was a little bit disappointed in sort of like the, the popcorn nature of it. So I guess like where I would end that thought would be the fact that I still came away from this game feeling like it was super fun and I had a great time playing it goes to show that even if you come in with unrealistically high expectations, it's still not going to disappoint you very much. Uh, but that was there in the back of my mind. Uh, one of the things that actually kind of disappointed me was uh, when they uh, set up this game. The discussion was around the rifts. It's called a rift apart because you break open the multiverse and essentially their demos is you like jumping through worlds and it loading real fast mid game. And I feel like they didn't deliver on that except for as like mechanics in one or two very specific levels versus just like the idea that you get pulled into and out of different worlds as like a design theory for the game. It was really just the um, intro that had a lot of that and that was really fun. And I was just like, Oh man, this was great. Um, but the idea of jumping between dimensions, uh, and the chaos it causes really didn't like execute in that regard. Um, like there were some amazing levels, but to me, they were more like dishonored levels. Like they just like, were, they were gimmick. They used it as a gimmick instead of as a main mechanic. Um, and I was looking forward to more like uh, not necessarily worlds, but sort of like context in that regard. Like one, like this is a pretty traditional platformer shooter. Like you go to worlds, you collect things, you solve the problem there, you move to the next world. But I was hoping it would be like, this is the context. You're jumping through different worlds to solve this particular problem. Uh, and then you move to the next context where things shift and change. Um and so that's what I thought was being delivered, uh, you know, but what was delivered wasn't bad. And in fact, the ones with the gimmicks of the Rift world were phenomenal. Uh, but it did remind me that the very first world you go to after the big explosive opener in the city, like there's a really cool city, is one of the most boring levels. In the yeah, game. <laughs> it really like was. It, it's just like so it took forever. It felt like the longest, but it was really just an uninteresting world compared to the rest, which were just thrilling uh in particular there was one uh that you jump between dimensions and in one dimension the planet is like 
completely held together. It's a mining operation. And then the alternate dimension, it's, it's exploded into pieces. Yeah. And so gravity's completely absent. Um, and you're jumping between them to get to different areas. And it was, it was so spectacular to look at and play through. Um, or like Ratchet and Clank's really good at sets of humor. So there's like a pirate world that just has a really funny training sequence, like almost straight out of Monkey Island. Um, and that was really great. But like the mechanic of a dimensional rift, I felt was particularly, it wasn't really great. Yeah, it it's, it's funny for me to hear you say that, actually, because I hadn't even thought about it until you just brought it up. And now thinking back on it, I realized I hadn't thought about it because that aspect of the game just fades into the background. Right. And I just totally forgot that that was even a part of the game. And in, in hindsight, yeah, I mean, some of the cooler parts of, of this game were not when you accidentally went through rifts because they use that in some of the action sequences and, and the quick time events. You sort of like fly in and out of dimensions um, as you're dropping from the sky or something before you land on another platform. But to Kenny's point, yeah, man, that world, they used it for pathing, right? It's like you'd get to a part where you couldn't cross a chasm and then you'd flip dimensions. You'd hammer this crystal and fly, you know, switch dimensions. And then all of a sudden you were inside a building because that building doesn't exist in the other dimension because that planet had like, I can't remember if like the mine exploded or something happened and it's just all blown apart. So yeah, that, that was really cool. And yeah, I too wish that, that w- there would have been more of that. And I only realized they didn't do that when you mentioned it. Even cooler in that planet is the pro. What happened to the the other universe is what you're trying to so- stop from happening in the the the, the constructed universe. Um, and you're also intermeeting and interacting with multi dimension versions of the same characters, which that that part I, I felt like they did a pretty good job with too. Uh, the for example the the main little mini boss that's chasing you around that level in one dimension, it's a fearsome beast and it's, you know, (laughs) it's chasing you and it's trying to eat you. And then once you succeed at completing the mission, you know, it's just this helpful, lovable creature because you reunite it with its other half in the other dimension. And now it's a happy creature. Uh, So they did stuff like that too, which was really, really uh, lovely. Yeah. They, they inject so much personality into these games in the weapons even in like this the special maneuvers like it just feels like i don't know if if you feel this way but when when you unlock the skating mechanism there's like a oh yeah there's like a really cool right trigger left trigger skating mechanism never it never feels obnoxious it always feels fun because you get a huge like you're essentially gliding now on on skis uh on rollerblades really um and like that's so fun. Uh, Story wise, it was really entertaining. They're always really good at characters. My favorite was when uh, uh, they made this big, imposing like skeleton robot that looked really scary. Uh, and then when you talk to it, you know it it subverts that completely, um, which is interesting too because I'm playing Psychonauts and a lot of the stuff that's been pulled into other games is in Psychonauts, the first one, the original. Um, and like one of uh, that Double Fine's favorite things to do is to like subvert expectations based on appearance. Uh, and Ratchet and Clank kind of continues that tradition. Um, but it, they did uh, leave out my favorite weapon. They gave him a presence, but it makes me really sad that Mr. Zircon was replaced by a stupid fungus. That was really yeah. dumb. <laughs> like there were the fun- a couple. I remember when I first started playing, 
I believe I texted um, uh, Lord Scotland, Lord, Lord Scotland, that I, you know, I I was c- convinced that this was going to be one of those games where I was going to unlock and play with every weapon because the first couple of weapons you unlock, they're they're so different and they're so versatile, and they're so crazy. Like some mm-hmm. of the differences between them are just insane, and then. I think you get to weapon number six or something, and especially once they start swapping out the different grenade types, uh, it didn't happen. I started being like, yeah, I don't really want to use these weapons. I'm just going to level up this shotgun and use the shotgun throughout the whole game. Now, there's a couple of achievements where you had to do it, so I did end up leveling some of them up. Did you get yeah. 100%? No, I did not. I'm close, okay. but I haven't haven't circled back to Is it the shield up. one? Is that one of the last ones? Uh, I think I got that one. Because I told you to. God damn yes, that shit. And I immediately achievement. bought that weapon. I didn't have it yet. <laughs> yeah, you have it. to upgrade it. It's such a pain in the ass. But yeah, so I thought the, the weapon variety is there for sure. Uh-huh. But I, th- I think there's maybe maybe twice, like two times too many weapons than, than the game needs to support the different, the different things. Because some of them do the same thing. They're just stylistically different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you didn't need to have have that many did you play on hard or normal i played on hard okay yeah because i was running out of ammo all the time so i had to use all the different weapons no i mean i rotated through them frequently for that exact reason yeah but i just i didn't enjoy you know it it was only for ammo basically and there were moments where i was like oh this weapon like i'm stuck with this weapon specifically Um, my least favorite was that stupid ricochet one where you fire it and then you have to keep pulling the trigger to bounce it through other enemies. It was just like, dude, oh, I man. don't want to I love that once. Once oh, I powered I that up, it was so fun. Nope, not me. Well, you just got to be more coordinated. But I also, yes, I'm happy that you mentioned the the big robot, the, the big, the fixer robot. Yeah. Um, another way that they did that was with, um, so um, Clank in Clank's like doppelganger in the other dimension is this tiny little bot who's a, a protector bot, but you don't, you don't know how to first it's the same size as, uh, as Clank and she's tiny and very shy sounding and sort of quiet and mm-hmm. not sure of herself. Uh, but then she can transform into this gigantic like mega bot with, with lasers and <laughs> she can annihilate anything. And the first time that that happens in the game, it's the same sort of effect where you're expecting this, you know, I don't know, some sort of like cute uh, party celebration gun or something. And instead it's literally a world destroyer uh, and you're just not expecting it. It was hilarious. I uh, really liked her, although her name, I forget. Do you remember it? Uh, no, doesn't she pick a name though? She does. Uh, so there's Lombaxes, which is what Ratchet is. And then there's robots, which is what Clank is. And I thought that that Kit. character was Kit. Kit was particularly compelling, but I thought Rivet was just not a good character. Like, uh, yeah, it was fine. She, she was just Ratchet again. There was really very little to distinguish her from Ratchet, and I thought that was a really missed opportunity. Like, yeah, yeah. Like they had an think... opportunity to like really introduce this unique character, and they really just made a clone of Ratchet. Yeah the the only the only main difference surface level is she's more hardened you know like she she's she's slower to forgive and they and they they do make a point to point that out in the story but otherwise yeah they're just the same but it's not like a like an amazing 
built no. up like it's kind of expected and then she and ends it's up uninteresting forgiving anyways in the end so yeah and, yeah. and i the real surface level is that it's a she it's a female lombax mm-hmm. uh so it was that was disappointing because i mean even like <laughs> the characters are so similar that even the um like they're they're interchangeable like they're literally interchangeable on worlds um which is sad uh they have no difference of skills they share all the same weapons um yeah i i feel like if they had made ratchet just to customize them all you know uh agendered lombax that would have been fine too like that would have like they could have just made it was it was that was like a very small complaint in a very sea a sea of really good stuff sure uh, yeah i can hear it. Um, uh, you know another thing i thought they did a really good job with which uh was a point of contention for us with miles morales is that there are some small but alternate um gameplay mechanics in here as you swap characters and whereas in miles morales you never wanted to creep around and take photos of people as a journalist in this one it is kind of cool when they switch different paradigms you can um play as your robot pals and when you do that you go into these alternate dimensions and you have to play this game where you just do weird problem solving stuff oh my and god then there's That's one not where the you bad get... one no and then there's this one <laughs> oh god this there's was this one the photography one where you're a photographer and you're you're well you're a journalist and you crawl inside computers and then you you run around and you kill um, viruses with your camera um Wait, I, I think I might be conflating two different terrible uh, gameplay mechanics, but there's there's one of them in here, and I just wish that they would have either not done that or spent the time that they did with your character swapping uh, st- story plays to to make it as fun as those because it was not fun. <laughs> I really enjoy the puzzle solving ones; those are pretty interesting. Yeah, they were. I they mean, were they're not amazing though. Like they're just like they're really weird, and the logic in the world is kind of silly that you can like summon a ball like it's like a ball moving game essentially Um, yeah it doesn't make any sense and it's certainly not i mean i wouldn't play just that game right but i think why why i would argue that it was good was because every time it came up it felt like a good break you know like it felt like okay cool i'm gonna play this for a little bit i don't have to focus on like jumping and dodging and firing and changing my weapons and doing that like just relax grab some basketballs and uh, throw them in some holes and hope that I get the robots across the, the river. And it always felt like a good break. And then you were right back into, to Ratchetville. But yeah. yeah and then the, that virus game every time, gosh, it was the every worst. time it was just like, Oh God, it was so bad. Stupid virus. Yeah. And like, they, <laughs> was, then they gave the virus personality. I just hated it. Yeah. I was like, every time I had to do that, I like by the end, I was like, Oh, please no. Cause it got like, challenging enough where i die in it and i was just like come on this isn't worth that much well it's not like you the movement was super slow and the levels were super vast so that when you died it it you know was irritating to you know slowly crawl back through it or anything can you i'm not sure why you had a problem or like go upside down or you get lost (laughs) on which way you're going because you went upside down and then flipped over it was bad that was bad (laughs) um but not enough to make the game less fun Definitely not. In particular, Ratchet this part, this Ratchet and Clank game did an amazing job of uh, an intro. 
the intros are always fun in these games. Like they're always really well done. But I really love what do you mean? Like the the introductory scene, the parade. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, like the opening sequence introduces a lot of things really well, and it's really funny and it's eventful. Uh, and to the same matter, I really actually loved the the boss fight, the final boss fight. I thought it was really, um, it was really, it was really not necessarily clever, but just enjoyable. Like that's like this game. This game really isn't that clever um, in its like mechanics. Uh, it's clever in its writing. And it's clever in his characters uh, and world design, but like I guess those are mechanics, really, if you wanted to be semantic about it. But like, um, its gameplay feels like a game you've played before, just the polished version of it. And that boss fight felt exactly the same way, just really enjoyable and a nice conclusion to the whole world traversing stuff. Yeah, I'd say my I think my favorite part of the game, as funny as it sounds, were the Mort's. The Morts were the uh, mechanics? Is it because they sound like they're Canadian? No, they, first of all, they don't sound like they're Canadian. They sound like like strong mid Midwestern accents. Minnesotans. Yeah, like South Dakota or North Dakota. Yeah. But, um, but they're the all... the Morts in the very boring world? What? Which ones are the Morts? The Morts are in the world has water running through it, and that's where you fly on the dragon. Yeah, that's the really wor- that's the worst level in the game. Yeah. Um, but the Morts are great. They're all named Mort. So like, <laughs> you just like them cause they remind you of home. Uh, and you know, it's just hilarious cause they look like, I don't even know how to describe them. They kind of look like, um, like a Mogwai mixed with a raccoon and that are green. All... I think they're green. No, blue. They're, they're brown. They're like, they're, they have like mog brown hair. Well, you know, green and blue is brown. No. They're not green so, or blue. They're brown. Yeah, and they're yeah. all they're so all green named and blue. Mort. So yeah, yeah. every time you encounter one, you're like, "Oh, hey, Mort," and they all have the same name. And then they respond with like, "Oh, yeah, how you doing?" <laughs> just, it makes absolutely no sense why they look that way, why they talk that way. Um, and so it's just it's just for shits and giggles, but they're hilarious. Oh man, that dragon flight mechanic was so obnoxious. That you know what? Yes, that was actually a terrible, terrible part of the game. <laughs> yeah, there's all these like little mini games that are just not. Like those two were the worst. That level was pretty bad. Like it getting was. on the snails and going around was like fun at first and then obnoxious. Uh, and then you got to fly. There's all these different things, but it's just a very boring level. It's, it's literally just green. I think it's greeny brown water. Yeah, I can't tell colors water. anymore. You threw me off. I'm sorry. Um, and it's just like, it's a, just a crappy level. Just a crappy level. And there's a, an arena, of course. Uh, there's yep. always an arena, but the arena is entertaining and amazing looking. It looks so good. Like not the actual arena. Cause that's a circle as it is. Um, but like the area surrounding it is super fun. Zircon jr. It's just like, they're spitting in my face though. I just want Mr. Zircon back. They had Mrs. Zircon and Zircon jr. But Mr. Zircon nowhere to be seen. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Which Maybe it looks like the, there an, might another be another rift. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want me to talk while you were yawning? God damn it. You're not supposed to tell them. I went away from the mic. I mean, it's live stream. You can see us on video. Yeah, but, you know, I guess that's true. I forget where we are anymore. Well, is there anything else you want to share, or would you like to go to bed? (laughs) Very funny. Uh, I like this game. I would totally recommend it. It's super fun. Uh, You know, if you like platformer shooters, it's it's really enjoyable. 
Um, it's the right amount of challenge with without like being crazy. Uh, and there's a lot of really fun events throughout all of it. A lot of little surprises, but nothing, nothing groundbreaking. Yep, I totally agree. It's it's quick enough that you know the things that are annoying aren't going aren't going to annoy you too much, and the other things that are there, even though they're not the most impressive thing you've ever played, they're very uh, the substance is great and it's super fun to play. And yeah, it's not it's not a summer blockbuster, but it's uh, you know it's. Haven't been to the movies in a while, and it feels great to play. It's that sort of game. So yeah, definitely would recommend it. It's interesting, just as a, like a, an end note, like playing Psychonauts right now, which was made in like 2008, and just the amount of creativity in each of those levels is just so astounding that like reviewing Ratchet and Clank and thinking about the stuff that I've just been playing through. This is the original Psychonauts, not two. Uh, it, it, although I've heard that has good reviews. Uh, it's just like, oh man, like when given an insane person's idea. You can make really cool platformers like shooters. And this is like a good one. All it's right. Like the Marvel origin story of, uh, of shooters. That <laughs> has a deep cut, but okay. I'll, I'll let you have it. That's good. All right. We'll end it there. This has been the chips and bits podcast, and we hope you enjoyed it. As always, I was your host this month, Matthew Anderson and uh, the sleepy guy over here is, Kenny Myers. Yeah, thanks, Kenny. Thanks for joining us, Kenny. Well, you know, uh, it took a while to wake up, but I'm glad I could be here. We will see you again in a month. What are we podcasting about next month? Death's Door. Death's Dun. Door. Uh, a, a tiny little, a tiny little indie game. Swept, came up by surprise. I love when these things like appeal enough out of nowhere, just comes yeah. swoops in like a we'll, bird. We'll, we'll see if it ends up remaining to feel like a tiny little indie game. Um, yeah, so thanks for joining us as always. Uh, we're happy you were here, and we'll see you again next month. Love you. Bye.